Okay, so, um, hey Lauren. Hi Kara. How's it going, man? It's good. I've got beer, I've got pizza, we're hanging out. That sounds good. Yeah. So I wanted to start out by talking about a little bit about our history, our story together, where we met, and how we've stayed together all these years. Which goes way back. Yeah, that's (laughs) totally an understatement. I don't remember a time when I didn't know you. I mean, I remember being a small child and my brother being around, and I remember you in those same stories, in those same memories. Yeah, there's not a time really back through childhood and school, and you lived kitty corner from me. Right, right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made me think that I remembered you being in preschool with me and then us spending our entire lives growing up together. And most of that is true. Most. But I found out very recently from you that part of that is not true. Mm, a small, and, small part. And yeah. so, correct me if I'm wrong, but you did not go to Totlot in Worth Park District. I did not. I you went did to not. Bobby Noonan Preschool. That's what it was called. Yeah. I was trying to think of the name of it on the way here. <laughs> I knew it was, I, for some reason, the sandbox one. Kept that's where my, in my, my brain. twins went. But yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe that's where that came from. Probably. But yeah. Mm-hmm. You I, learned that like six months ago that we didn't that, start out in preschool. Yeah, that was a really hard time for me. <laughs> I mean, I believed this thing my whole life. And then suddenly it was just ripped away from me like like mm. it wasn't real. And then I had to accept the fact that it actually was probably kindergarten. Um, I would say kindergarten, yeah. I don't think that we met before kindergarten in retrospect because I feel like it was connected to school Mm -hmm. even though we lived around the corner from each other and I don't know about you but when you're really little I mean it's not like you travel far my parents probably didn't let me venture out very far I can't imagine they were allowing you to walk down the road cross a few streets Mm. and just wander into a random person's house probably not though the times were very different in the 80s that's true I mean I did walk to your house under the age of, I would assume, eight or nine. Yeah, no, right? definitely young. Yeah, nowadays I wouldn't let my kids I mean, that far Yeah, at all. I have an eight-year-old, and we have a little boy that lives like three houses down from us. And I've let him and little brother go get the little kid from down the street. And I'm nervous the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, this is when they get kidnapped and I'm talking to the police later. The story's going to be I just let them out the door and... Because I'm mom of the year, I just closed the door and, and assumed went back they'd make to it my, there. Uh, cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> well, your beer, hoped, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hoped the children would resurface eventually. Right, but think of how different our parents would just shoo us out the door and say, "All right, have fun at Kara's house." They'd give you a bike so yeah. that you could travel great distances. <laughs> Crazy times are different. Yeah. I guess. Anyways, back. So yes, no, kindergarten. I think is when we actually first met. I think so. So it blossomed from there. I've known you my entire life, and we've been around each other like the whole time. Yeah, high school. school. Yep, high school, college, college roommates. roommates. Yeah, the whole time. Mm-hmm. We had a couple years. I went to law school. You were doing CPA. We were a little separated at that point. Yeah, um, probably I think just because we were plain busy. Busy. Yeah, we didn't have time for much of anything. But once we went through all the milestones, getting married, having kids, it was. Very natural to be 
be around each other all the time and it's just kind of blossomed into this awesome let's hang out at a brewery every once in a while type relationship i know my kids ask so are we gonna go hang out with miss Kara and the boys at a brewery and i'm like well what brewery would you like to go to today guys right (laughs) does anyone have a cool release yeah our kids have uh, more wi-fi passwords from breweries saved in their tablets than probably any other places (laughs) i feel like there's like a there's going to be like a hate mail situation with that last statement. How dare you allow your children to sit in a brewery? How dare you? You know, my question is, why do breweries have children's board games if they don't expect you to ever bring your kids there? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not there to play Uno. No, no, but my five-year-olds are. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they love that. Mm-hmm. So Hey, they've got, what, Mario Brothers, like chess. checkers or chess, yeah. yeah. At yeah. actually the brewery that we're uh, highlighting we today. today, yeah. So yeah. I I feel like it's okay. And you know what? If you don't want to bring your kids to a brewery, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. No, I agree. Fair. That's pretty much the benchmark I think that we're gonna set here. Is that if you've already disagreed with something that we've said, you might want to kind of just mosey along. Yeah. This maybe not your place. Not for you. That's so much. cool though. Yeah. I, I respect those opinions and we're gonna talk a lot about that because there's gonna be times where I'm gonna drink a beer and not like it or love it mm-hmm. and you're gonna feel differently and we're gonna get reactions about that as well. So yeah. let's start with what are you drinking really quick here? Because I'm almost out yeah. and then we can get into our little All right, great. spiel. We're highlighting microphone brewing today, which happens to have Mario Brothers chess, if anyone's interested in going to play. And giant Uno. Giant Uno. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just expanded. I'm big fans. Um, Codes and Key Limes is the first one we're drinking. It's a uh, an IPA. Kara thinks it has salt. It tasted a bit salty at first. I think maybe now that I've drank about half a glass of it, it's probably just the lime mm-hmm. just coming out hard on it. And I think that's probably what I'm getting. I know it has... You said vanilla and graham cracker. Mm-hmm. Key lime, lime peel, graham cracker, and vanilla. The key lime, obviously, is I a little bit more than just a regular lime. key lime forward. I mean, I'm getting mm-hmm. a little vanilla in the aftertaste. I didn't give this one a good whiff when I had a full glass. Mm, I still think it's more limey to the yeah. nose than it is the others. I mean, maybe maybe I'm getting a little of that sugary, sweet vanilla. A little bit. I, I tend to, most of the time, taste beer based on smell um i notice a lot more about beer from smell than i do sometimes with taste um i didn't give this a good smell when we first opened it because i'd had it before and so i kind of had an idea of what to expect or what i thought of it and i guess that's probably why i didn't do that but i you know i think it's good it is really strong lime Mm -hmm. tart if it's very tart yeah you're not gonna like this the thing I like about a lot of microphone beers, not all of them, but a lot of them, is that, man, they just make these weird random ones sometimes. And their weird random stuff tastes kind of good. Yeah. Like, I don't dislike this beer. No. The other one we're, we're going to have, too, is a little bit of a different, uh, different taste. We can highlight that in a minute. But, yeah, yeah I think that... Microphone doesn't always isn't always the favorite of people, and I think that they get a bad rap sometimes. I think people are really hung up on their stouts, mm. and I think that they make some very solid stouts. I think Bean Spirit is really, really good. Um, 
and just regular plain old in the can stuff i mean the other the variants some of them i really liked decadent one they mm, came out with yeah. a couple years ago couple years. initially and then they came out with it again i don't know maybe three or four months ago mm, i didn't get it then yeah i didn't either um but the first time i thought it was really good it had that really chocolatey cocoa mm. you know that feeling you get in the back of your throat when you it's like you need a glass of milk yep, afterward to like wash it down yeah and it but it was it was a good thing it was in a good way and i liked that um but i think that uh, a lot of the things that I've ever I've ever read about um, that people don't like about microphone is sometimes they don't really believe their beer has a great shelf life. Mm. Um, There's a lot of places nowadays that don't though. It's not really yeah, uh, unique to them. But I mean, I I'm a big fan of uh, their Berliner Weisses. I feel like they do absolutely. a really good job with all their different flavors of their Berliner Weisses. I gotta say, so. if we ever sit down with Mike, mm-hmm. yep. the thing that I would talk to him about is what it is about Berliner Weisses that he seems to enjoy. And he does a solid and job he does at a it. Good job, yeah, man. For sure, they're always good. I like them all. Every time I have one, I'm like, here's what I like about this one. Mm-hmm. This one tastes like pancakes. This one tastes like fruit punch. Yeah, or maple syrup. They even Ooh. have their own maple syrup there. Last time we went, they actually know, had a bottle yeah. of it, which is pretty I saw cool. That. So maybe this is a good point to say what we are going to do here in this podcast and what we aren't going to do. Yeah, so obviously, I think that's good. one of the things we are going to do, like we're doing tonight, is highlight a brewery. And we're going to talk about and drink two different beers. Some of them we'll have had, some of them we won't. Um, and we'll give our opinions, what we think. That sounds good. One of the things we're not going to do is badmouth breweries. Unless I've had an actual negative experience there. And I mean like a personal experience. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like it's worth mentioning that I've had negative experiences before at breweries. And I've still allowed myself to register an opinion about the beer at that place. But, and I'm sure this isn't going to be the last time I say this. This is America, man. We got a lot of breweries, and I don't have to drink beer from any particular one. So if I decide I don't like the dude that served me the beer at ABC Brewery, yep. I'm just never going to buy beer there again. You have so many other options and, and so many good options. And that's what freedom is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what all the market right now is with all I mean, of the breweries. Man, you can stand at the door of one brewery and throw a rock and hit another one. Yep. So I don't really have to worry about... Mm-mm. There is another brewery making an equally good beer somewhere else. Yeah. Nobody is making the best beer of all kinds exclusively. Agreed. That everybody's got good beer. Yeah, for sure. So or that, somebody does. That is what I'll say. We'll, somebody we'll try it. Maybe what we should do is try and find the best beer. Sure. <laughs> it's a great quest. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I like it. Uh, another thing we're go- going to do is tell hilarious stories about our kids and beer and different anecdotes and experiences that we've had. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope that's like the main thing that we do because mm-hmm. it's going to be the most fun. Oh, for sure. One thing that we are not going to do, and I want to make sure that everybody registers on this one, I am not going to, we are Mm -hmm. not going to talk about our husbands like they're useless layabouts. That is not what I think. And I will never complain about the level of effort that my husband makes because he's awesome and he's with my kids right now. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and he handles his business. He is not a babysitter. 
That's something I will repeat later. My husband is not a babysitter. Yep, same goes. My husband's with our kids all the time. Shortly after having my first, I went to the grocery store for like two hours, and he was alone (laughs) with a newborn baby. He had never been alone with a newborn baby. Not just ours, but any. I had no concerns whatsoever, and I never really have since. Which is really how it should be. Now, I'm going to kind of take credit for Kara and her husband right now, because Kara had mentioned that we've been friends since kindergarten and high school and roommates in college, Mm -hmm. while the way that she met her husband was that he was my husband's roommate in college. So unbeknownst to Kara, one weekend, I decided, all right, let's go visit my husband, boyfriend at the time, at Uh their college. Kara, come come with me. Let's go to a party. Oh, and I was friends with Brandon, too. So you inviting me was, you know, not unreasonable. Not at all. Actually, wasn't a setup at all, but maybe. We'll see. Okay. But (laughs) then after that weekend, things didn't work out. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like that ever since. And you know, you've always been a really cool and supportive friend with my relationship with Mike, which is awesome. Yeah, and same goes. You've known my husband. My husband went to high school with us, so Kara's known him for almost as long as as I've known him. Yeah. So, yeah, we've all been in each other's lives for a very long time. Um, So we will not be complaining about our husbands. However, you will hear us complain about our children. Yeah, Absolutely. But along those same lines, we are going to tell adorable stories about how wonderful they are. Because most of the time, they are. They just also do some crazy shit once in a while. Yeah, agreed. Crazy. Sometimes annoying, but funny (laughs) Annoying, yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) All of those things will be discussed. Yep. And that's kind of the rundown of, uh, you know, what we think we're going to do on here and a little bit about us. Um, I think we should wrap up by opening this second beer that we have here and yeah. just talk a minute or two about uh what's it called fiona apple it's an apple cobbler inspired berliner weiss right up my alley with gummy apple rings granny smith apples brown sugar cinnamon and nutmeg Ooh boy yeah so let's give this one a shot mm. looks good all right here we go thank you welcome smells good you can really smell the apple whoa i get the gummy ring me too the sugary apple yeah Mm, all right let's give it a shot both of these beers were very tart yeah this is also tart and a little more sugary you know but that's the candy ring it's probably the gummy apple ring yeah cinnamon yeah okay i get that a little bit too um i'm not sure which one i like better they're both very tart you know the first one didn't really taste very ipa to me that's i was gonna say it's funny that you put it that way because comparing them as though one is like enough like the other to you know say oh i prefer this one over another Mm -hmm. and their compositions are supposed to be pretty different um it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I kind of think I like codes in what's yeah, it codes and key limes. <laughs> I thought I actually, that was it. <laughs> I actually think I do too. Um, I think Fiona Apple is just a little sugary for me, but I think that's because even when I first started to drink craft beers, a little bit, you know, more interesting beers, if you will, mm-hmm. I um, I had a hard time with like 
the the sweeter beers the stouts punch. that were on the sweeter side <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that just like you know yeah no i would agree i mean it, it and it depends on how much it is of the sweet like if it's a little hint of the sweet or the aftertaste of the sweet you know it's good but too much sweet is almost just too much too much on my taste buds yeah like you need to wash it down a mm-hmm. little bit you yeah know? it's not bad though but yeah i think it, i would uh i couldn't drink too much of it I'm happy to share a 16-ounce can with you. Perfect. That'll do it for me. Yeah. All right. But like all it. in all, I have to say that even though it's not my favorite, mm-hmm. and it's not my favorite Berliner Weiss that I've had from Microphone, I do like it. And I like it because it's a little unique, mm-hmm. and it's got some good flavor in it, and I'm getting a lot of these little points here. You know, like I said, oh, I could see, could taste the cinnamon. Um I don't get a lot of nutmeg, but maybe that's a little bit of an aftertaste with that brown sugar, you know? Yeah, you can definitely taste all of the tasting notes that, that they indicate in it. And some beers you can't. Some beers you kind of read the tasting notes and you're like, nah. Yeah, you and you def- have to convince yourself mm-hmm. that they exist. And they don't always, yeah. I don't know, they don't come through enough. And I think my problem with that is that sometimes breweries, they try to dump too much in. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're pretty simple creatures. I don't think that we, I'm not saying that we don't enjoy complex flavor, but I think that sometimes stuff gets lost, you know? And if you're not the most discerning person on the planet, which I would never claim to be, you're not going to pick up. You're all just going to miss some of that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like whiskey, which is my husband's forte, but sometimes they're like, it has 23 different flavors, tobacco and vanilla and this and that. And I'm like, I taste I taste two things like you're not going to get all of those when you try and get too complex with a flavor but you can definitely taste everything I think in these two beers which is yeah something that microphone I think is pretty good at I totally agree so so on that note I think we can uh we can call it a night and uh be happy with our first little introduction I hope that you guys are interested in seeing where we're going to go and uh Thanks for joining me tonight, yeah. Lauren. This was More great. More to come. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, everyone.